everyone welcome back to we talk i am your co-host ayushi chaudhary the external affairs associate for women in technology and business at ut dallas and joining us today is a very special guest nikita gupta nikita is the founder of fang path and has helped numerous people get into fang companies and many others she is currently a senior marketing analyst based in seattle and it is our absolute pleasure to have her join us welcome nikita Hi everyone thanks a lot Ayushi for having me on this podcast and I'm very excited and happy to share my journey and about my startup and to tell more about how exactly we helped the job seekers in covid time thank you so much and why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself so hi everyone myself Nikita and as Ayushi mentioned that I'm currently working on my own startup which is called Fangpath which I started 6 months back in covid time and before moving to US I was based out of Singapore where I was working as senior data analyst with leading global digital marketing agencies namely Omnicom Media Group and WPP Groups and I am actually also been nominated to IC in data leader category for women in IT awards Asia and I have also traveled to more than 17 countries so this is more or less about me thank you that is awesome and 17 countries that is so cool i i, I wish to travel but covid as we all know <laughs> just have to stay home so you've had an interesting career trajectory where you moved from computer science engineering to then business analytics and then finally digital marketing and entrepreneurship so what led to this shift so basically i started my career and i did my bachelor's in computer science and while i was doing my bachelor's in computer science i was actually not that much into coding and technical side though i also did and worked in india as a software engineer for a year with an it company but that actually never kind of intrigued me and i was never invested 100% in the technical side so i just thought to kind of do something else and while i was doing my last year major project in cloud computing i get to know about little bit about data and uh, that time actually the data and analytics was quite in the boom the industry was kind of flourishing a lot and uh, i think it's similar to the product management these days so i just thought why not explore and i kind of heard about a great university singapore management university which is kind of having the first data analytics course in asia so i just applied to it and fortunately i got through it and that made me kind of move from engineering to data analytics so that was my journey but then after that when i moved from singapore last year to us then i myself was one of the job seekers and i was looking for an opportunity in us because i left my job in singapore and when i was doing it i was kind of using linkedin a lot i am actually a very very active participant on linkedin so basically basically linkedin has helped me to find all the opportunities in the past and i just thought when i was using linkedin that there were n number of candidates who were searching for the jobs and people who were getting laid off because of covid so i just thought we can help them and i had a brief discussion with my co-founder which is currently working as an hr in amazon so we had the similar thoughts and we thought why not provide a great career path or right guidance to these candidates who are struggling and they don't know how to get into these companies so then we bought in the mentors who are themselves working as the hiring managers in the fang plus companies and with their help now the candidates are good to go and they are getting multiple interview calls as well as job offers from different companies 
That is so wonderful. And it's really amazing to hear how life kind of comes full circle because once you were in that situation and now you're helping so many other people, you know, get out of that, get jobs and giving them the right mentorship opportunities. So that is very awesome of you. And like you mentioned, you're very, very active on LinkedIn and you've sort of built a community over there in the past few months. So how has that been for you? How did you start? What are maybe some of the struggles that you initially faced and how's that been going? Yeah, so LinkedIn I started using when I got my admit in Singapore Management University and when I was moving from India to Singapore because in India people don't use LinkedIn a lot and they never used to believe using LinkedIn in a right direction. So I never used that much in when I was in India. But when I started moving to Singapore, my seniors, my alumni told me that you need to kind of use LinkedIn to do networking because there's no on-campus placement outside India in universities. So I started using LinkedIn and I started building my networking. And through that, I grew so much that even like within a few months, uh, when I moved to Singapore, I kind of reached out to the hiring managers and the people for my first internship while doing my master's. And it's kind of surprised me to see that people were so welcoming. They asked me to meet over the coffee or they asked me to kind of come down for an interview. So that kind of made me believe in LinkedIn and that made me use LinkedIn day and night. And from there, my LinkedIn journey started. I started meeting a lot of people whom I've never ever even thought in my dreams that I will be able to meet like the VP of the companies, directors of the companies like Accenture, Deloitte and other big organizations but LinkedIn made me believe that can happen and they never hesitated and they never said that no we we won't give you the time so that is where I found LinkedIn as a powerful tool to kind of reach out to the people especially for someone like me who was a job seeker and even through LinkedIn I have got a chance to get my full-time jobs within a couple of weeks it might sound a little bit funny but I actually met my husband also through LinkedIn. <laughs> so that oh. is <laughs> that is a little bit funny story. But yeah, that is like LinkedIn is like everything to me. So LinkedIn has really helped me to different forms in life. So that is where I can say that LinkedIn is good and you should continue updating your profile as you can and connect with people. And I think since COVID happened last year, I think the LinkedIn has become a powerful tool for everyone, especially for the job seekers, because now everyone is too active on LinkedIn. And people who were not even active in India, they have also started using it and people are becoming influencers and people are sharing their thoughts and everything. So if you want to kind of succeed, not only as a job seeker, but in general, please start using LinkedIn and make sure you use it in the right way. Right, absolutely. And like you mentioned, because everything is now virtual, people have, you know, sort of transitioned into this virtual environment fully. And people are more than ready to help people in situations where, for example, if you didn't have access to somebody working at Google or Facebook beforehand, because you didn't know them personally, people are now more than happy to help you out. And because we're all virtual, it's very easy to set up coffee chats with them. You don't have to be in that location specifically to be able to connect with someone. So I think LinkedIn is a very great resource for everybody in that sense but a lot of students still have this mindset that LinkedIn is just someone's highlight reel and a place where you go and brag about your accomplishment and that's all for it so what's one piece of advice you would give to someone to help change this mindset and actually realize the potential that LinkedIn has 
I think you have said on point and I completely agree to this thing then definitely LinkedIn is not only a platform where you should just boast about your achievements and the things you have gained I mean definitely you should do that because it builds your confidence and it also motivates people who are your friends and peers and even your juniors that she's or he is doing so great in life and they have achieved so much so we can also do that so it's kind of a motivation thing for them to boost their confidence and to boost your confidence but on the same hand if you share your hardships your hard stories where you have reached to where you have reached or how even you were able to kind of gain the certificate this education and everything and what was the pain behind that that will kind of also motivate people because obviously rome is also not built in a day everyone knows that so you need to tell them that it was a lot of pain efforts and hardships that were there and you had struggled and how you have done and how you have overcome over that and now how you have reached that that will kind of give more motivation and also the right direction to the people who are struggling because of the covid the situation is that i personally have talked to so many people that they are struggling there were people who were messaging me on linkedin with their family income photograph and everything and they were sharing please help me we are struggling and also i can see that people are struggling and they are not able to get one job and i agree to the point because of the covid but if you share your story and you tell them that even though you had your hardships still you were able to achieve that then they can also do that they just need to continue doing their hard work and everyone has their own time to get paid and to get whatever they can in their life right right absolutely and i believe when somebody shares their hardship and the struggle that they went through it sort of humanizes the whole process because when we're just posting about i got this accomplishment i got this internship sometimes even though it's very very motivating but on the other hand people sort of feel that the other person is perfect everything goes right for them all the time but they don't know what the struggle is what goes on behind the scenes so whenever somebody shares that i failed at this i had an interview i failed i didn't get the job. i got rejected that really humanizes the entire process and i think it builds a very stronger community in in that sense so recently we've been seeing a lot of new students also post on linkedin and they've slowly started realizing that networking is very very important while you're searching for a job but a majority still resort to online applications and we all know that the very major part of an online application is your resume since you've worked with so many students in the past via fangpath what's the biggest or most common mistake that students or every other job seeker make on their resume so there are lot many common mistakes which people do but you ask for one common mistake so definitely especially for the freshers i can say who students who are graduating soon and who don't have much experience they actually don't put too much of the keywords or because lot of the freshers they don't have work experience so their majority of the focus lies on their project as well as their education and their skills so if for example someone is from a software engineering background and they are writing java c++ that is only required as one of the keywords and that will help them pass through the ats but that's not true so you need to kind of put in different keywords which are there in the job description you are applying to make sure that your resume passes through the ats so you need to go through the job descriptions whatever you are applying multiple times and get hold of those keywords so that it makes much sense and you have all those things 
on top of only the skills which are required in the roles you are targeting so my suggestion is that there are few ats tools softwares available online like resume worded and job scan which gives you like 2 3 times free trial version so if you want you can go and make sure that your resume aligns with that if a 20 30% which generally i see like when candidates come to us i when i pass their resumes through these softwares which are available we find that generally it's like 20% or even less than 20% matching which actually shows that why they're getting auto rejected and why they're not getting interview calls so my suggestion is before you try and go out and apply again and again and land in the same position make sure your resume have all those keywords which are required to the jobs you are applying right that is super insightful because honestly when i first started applying for jobs i had this very generic basic resume i was in my first year at that point and every resume i sent out i got an auto reject so i was kind of confused why is this happening with me but then i slowly started realizing that okay i don't have the required keywords why would somebody want to even interview someone whose resume is not even 10% matching the requirements so that makes perfect sense and lastly what's one advice you wish somebody gave you while you were still in college yeah so like the advice which generally people gives and i also want to give all the job seekers and the all the people out there is be open minded be patient and never give up because as i'm saying right from the starting that it's covid time difficult time so you need to be patient you should have that attitude of never give up if you have that and you keep on doing your hard work if you keep on doing networking if you keep on going and connecting with the right people applying for the right jobs and keep on optimizing your profile both resume and linkedin you will get your job soon you will have your dream job soon but you should continue doing it and the second thing is do lot of networking networking and networking that is really important to get a job and to land where you want to kind of go ahead in your life that is really really insightful so thank you so much nikita for speaking with us and it was a, it was such a pleasure hearing from you and all the wonderful insight that you shared and we look forward to more collaboration with you in the future Thank you thanks a lot to you Ayushi and thanks a lot to women in technology and business that they kind of asked me to come and share my insights and my story with everyone thank you thank you Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first edition of Campus Talk with Whitby. I'm your host, Anusha, and I currently serve as the head of external affairs for Whitby, and I'm also the other We Talk host. Today, we will be speaking with one of Whitby's very own, Bianca. So, Bianca, why don't we start and have you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Bianca. I'm currently the social media chair for Whitby. I'm a junior majoring in information technology and systems with a concentration in business intelligence and analytics and a minor in marketing. Cool. All right. So we're going to really be talking about internships today and different opportunities and Bianca specifically how you got your opportunities and what you did to pursue these internships. So first of all, can you share with us what internships you've had in the past or have coming up? Sure. So back in high school, I had a couple internships with Texas Children's Hospital. And then in college, my freshman year summer, I interned at PSAV, which is a global event services company. And I was an IT marketing intern for them. 
And then last summer, I worked at a startup at the beginning of summer. It's called Jade Services. And they're a data warehousing company kind of focused on like the healthcare industry. And then after that, I had another internship with IHS Market, which is a global information services company. And I did digital transformation, which relates more to, I guess, the IT side of things. And then this upcoming summer, I will be interning at SJ Lauder Companies as an IT intern. Very cool. So I noticed that you mentioned being an IT intern. Can you explain that a little bit more and kind of what your day-to-day role looked like for students that might not fully understand or know what an IT intern position looks like? Yeah, for sure. So IT intern kind of, I think, is a very vague description or like title to have, you know, as an IT intern. It kind of relates more to just the IT department in general. And then every company will have their own specification of what specifically you're doing. For example, I did IT marketing my first internship at PSAV. And within that, I was doing more of the internal side of things. I was working with Teams and Microsoft and SharePoint a lot. So I was really doing, you know, the hardcore IT department help desk type of situation. Last summer, I was doing IT finance related work. So I was an IT intern, but I was doing stuff that related directly to, you know, Power BI and finance and looking at numbers and kind of creating dashboards across the company. And then this upcoming summer, I have no idea what I'm doing yet, but I do know that I will be working in business analytics and marketing. So IT is a vague, broad overview of of all the positions that it can encompass. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really just depends on the company that you're working for and what specifically the job you've applied for is, as well as what you've discussed in your interviews. Gotcha. That's that's really cool. I really like that as IT interns, you have the opportunity to explore different fields and different areas and sectors before you can find the one that you're really passionate about. That's really cool. Out of all of the ones that you've kind of been able to experience, is there one that you're more inclined towards? Oh, for sure. Last summer, the internship that I had with IHS Market I was working a lot with like Power BI and Power BI is basically just Microsoft's version of business intelligence, but a more accessible version. That by far has been my favorite internship because it really like showed me a completely different side of IT. I was really used to looking at, you know, internal help desk type of situations where you're more or less just like answering questions and doing troubleshooting and kind of like transferring data and whatnot. Last summer was like really the first time I got to see how business intelligence works at such a large scale for a company because when you're looking at financials, the entire company uses financial. So it really gives you like a good general idea of how a company works on like a day-to-day basis in terms of finance, how they budget. And then on top of that, you get a really good view on how business intelligence works within the companies. You get to see how business intelligence can be incorporated into everyday lives, what you should be paying attention to, what you need to tell people to pay attention to using the analytics and stuff that come up using Power BI. All right. These internships and, you know, these opportunities seem like they were really helpful and really informative and really let you experience a lot of different things and figure out, you know, the industry. That's I think that's really cool. So just to talk about these opportunities that you were able to pursue, what kind of resources did you use to find these opportunities? So at first, I kind of just went on LinkedIn and looked for jobs through there. But, you know, obviously not all jobs are posted on LinkedIn. So I started going through internship.com, which is like a very, very generic source. And then slowly I started using Ripple Match. And Ripple Match actually is what kind of showed me Estee Lauder for this upcoming summer. So Match is a connection service. So it's kind of the middleman between the recruiter and the intern. So you basically fill out your profile and then they'll show you a bunch of companies that they think you'll be interested in. But they also distribute your information to different companies. And through that, Estee Lauder was able to get my information and send me an email and be like, hey, we like really like you. You should think about applying to our program. 
So I really, really like Ripple Match, especially because like if you don't like a particular opportunity that they've shown you, you can decline it and then also give a reason why. And then they tailor the interests that they start showing you and the opportunities they start showing you to your current interests. Wow, that seems like a really great resource for everyone to kind of explore and get their account set up to see if they can find opportunities that they like. Thank you for sharing that with us. And so when you talk about like the specific internship journey to landing that internship, what was your general interview process like? Well, for PSAV, everything was still, you know, normal back then. So I had more of an in-person internship process. So I went up there and it was an in-person interview. She kind of asked me what I was interested in college, what I would be interested in the future. And I was very honest and upfront. As a freshman in college, I had no idea what specifically I wanted to do. I just knew that I wanted to gain experience. I expressed my sentiments and she was like, okay, well, you know, if that's what you feel like doing, then we'll put you in this position. And here's the kind of stuff that you'll be doing. And I was like, okay, that sounds like more my speed. Last summer with IHS market that road is a little bit rocky because of COVID starting and then internships getting canceled and then rescheduled and all that fun stuff. But for the internship process, they set out two different interviews with me. I had one interview with the person who was my would-be manager, the person who was going to be managing me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a situational interview. So I was getting questions on like what you would do in this kind of situation, what you would do if you were put in like different scenarios and how you would go about solving them, kind of gauging my thought process and how compatible I would be with the team that I would be working with. And then after that, I had another interview, which was more technical. And then that was based on business intelligence and analytics and then power, like my understanding of power BI and what I would go about doing in those kinds of situations. So I guess it was still situational, but it was more like the technical aspects of things. And then for Estee Lauder, I actually attended a super day in which all of the stuff gets done in one day and you get a very brief generic overview of like what the program is like. So I attended the IT super day and I had two separate interviews again, one with the manager who I would be working with and she gave me a behavior interview so you know your very standard generic questions what's your major what do you think your biggest strength is what do you think your biggest weakness is what's one time that you had a failure and how did you deal with it those like very standard questions and then actually I really like this IT super day because with Estee Lauder they give you an opportunity to speak with a previous intern who's been hired onto the team and then from there you get more of like an idea of what you'll be doing during the internship process and it helps you kind of put everything into perspective so it's like One where you get interviewed and then another interview where you get to interview them as well. Because at the end of the day, when you're looking for internships and looking for opportunities and stuff, you have to remember that they want to hire you too. So you have to figure out if the company that you're talking to and the company that you're interviewing with, if they're the right fit for you and if the opportunity that you're looking at is providing you with the knowledge and the information that you're hoping to gain from it. That's really awesome that they provide you with that opportunity to kind of, you know, get a feel for the company, but also get to know you really well and connect you with many different sources and connections for the long term. So for your interview preparations, and sometimes you would have multiple interviews, how did you prepare? Is there some sort of specific plan that you follow or, you know, any kind of resources that you use to prepare for internship interviews? Well, I like to go over my resume before every interview because most questions that a lot of the times that they'll ask you about your like past experiences and stuff will obviously come straight off of your resume because that's where you've detailed all of your past experiences. So that's one thing. If you have enough stuff on your resume, then you should be tailoring your resume to every opportunity that you are applying to. So I just like to go over that to make sure I know specifically what I've told them about and what I will be talking about. And then another thing I really like to do is before any like major, major interview, I like to ask my friends to kind of just bounce back off me like the different 
different, you know, standard interview questions. So one question that I would always really struggle with is what's your biggest weakness? Because, I mean, I think that's a really deciding question in any interview because it's like, well, how do you tell someone that this isn't necessarily what I'm good at without sounding like you're not good at working at Mm -hmm. things? You know, you don't want it to like reflect on you in a negative way. So I would go back and forth like on those questions with my friends and come up with different points that could be considered weaknesses and how best to phrase them and how best to, you know, talk about them. Another thing I value is having not specifically mentors, but just people who are a little bit more experienced than you. So like maybe upperclassmen or whether it's like someone from like a past job or an interview, looking at your responses or hearing your responses for those questions and critiquing you on them. I have a couple of graduated friends as well as a couple of upperclassmen friends who, if I really like don't know what I'm doing with a specific question, like a an interview question or like I don't know how to answer something, I'll just bounce back on them and be like, hey, like, how would you go about doing this? What would you do? How would you suggest I do this? What specifically should I not do? What do you think reflects really poorly on me? So I think like having someone in kind of like a mentor place is really, really important because you kind of get like that experienced outside point of view on it which you might not always get with like colleagues and you know students of the same age as you because you're all going through everything at the same time. Yes, I agree. I think it's really important to have mentors and have, you know, people in your life that you can go to whenever you have any questions about careers or any opportunities you've got coming up. Thank you for sharing that with us. Last but not least, do you have any tips or little tricks that you like to do that you could share with the students that are preparing for their interviews or internships? One tip or trick that I definitely recommend, I have a doc of all of like the major interview questions. And I mean, you can look those up from anywhere and just make your own list. Mm -hmm. But I think that's really helpful because it keeps you prepared for what possible questions you may be asked. You're not scrambling at the last minute for an answer. I think that's really helpful because you don't feel like completely unprepared or like you're walking in blind. You have like a good idea or understanding of like what behavioral questions are going to be asked and stuff. And then another tip that I have is I would really, really recommend researching the company, which I feel like is such a like standard generic tip. And I I know it sounds like super standard and generic, but researching the company, especially like if they've showed up in the news recently, I think is incredibly important because especially with the department that you're like talking to and interviewing with, if you can bring up, Hey, I saw that your company was in the news this past week or like in this specific article, your company was mentioned and y'all were working on this initiative. And I think it's really cool. Or like, Hey, I saw this happened. And that like kind of showed me like why I want to work towards this company. Cause like one question they'll always, not always, but a lot of the times ask you is like, Oh, you know, why did did you choose us to apply to? So like having something to talk about for those questions, I think is really important because that kind of is what distinguishes you from the other candidates. It's like you put in the time and the effort to go and figure out what they're doing, why you're interested in them. And I think along the way, it helps you also solidify, you know, if this is the right place for you and if this is the right company to be applying to. Thank you so much for, you know, sharing that with everyone. I think those are really great opportunities and really great ideas and tips that I personally think that I'm going to try to follow and try to also create my own plans because I really like that. And I think there's a lot of things that I can also work on. So thank you so much for joining us on this segment and speaking to us about your personal internship experiences and opportunities and how you prepare for them. Yeah, for sure. I just want to say that, you know, I mentioned, you know, talking to upperclassmen and different mentor people and stuff. And every officer on Whitby, on like Whitby board is 110% more than happy to always help with like interview questions or interview prep or resume help. All of us are always ready and here to talk to you to anybody about them if you'll need help with anything like that. So feel free to always reach out to any of us on whether it's, you know, the Instagram or on our LinkedIn and stuff. 
Yes, of course, you guys like make sure you're following us on social media and keeping up with our posts because we do have a lot of great events and opportunities planned such as internships and other opportunities. So don't be afraid to reach out to anyone through any social media platform and get any questions that you have answered. So Bianca, thank you so much for joining us on this segment. And we hope that everyone gets some great ideas and some feedback on kind of how they can change or grow their internship opportunities and experiences. So thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. 